Uh, so Alex, we are here, you and I, to talk about the 2022 Oscars. Yep, yep, yep. It almost feels like we had to because uh, <laughs> we did such a lead-in in the Kung Fu Hustle episode that just came out. Was it, or was it um, the? Was it that one? It was that one. Okay. Yeah, we let it off with like 15 solid minutes of Oscar talk. Um, to be released like a week after the Oscars because yeah. we're really timely people. <laughs> um, but so my question to you to start this off is, do you still feel like this awards show has merit or do you, is it like a pure clown festival now? Oh, I mean, it's hard. It, it's hard not to say the latter, right? If anything, any, any vestigial link to the old former glory that I was talking about in that previous episode is all, it's all hallucination in my mind, right? Like that's just going to be a, a very personal, like kind of I I don't know. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on to the tradition of the Oscars and just pretend like Bob Hope is still presenting. <laughs> so like I said, I did not watch it. I didn't, I tuned into like a podcast of people watching it after the, after you, you were texting us, we were getting like play by plays from you. Yeah. Um, so that was cool because I was not going to watch Amy Schumer talk about movies. Oh, um, and But it turns out that the Academy itself made me dislike movies. I mean, obviously the big story here is the Will Smith thing. Mm-hmm. Will Smith turns out, I mean, okay. I've never been a big Will Smith fan. You and Jeff know this. Mm-hmm. Some of the listeners might know this just through like osmosis of me saying things. But I've always found him to be really fake. Like something about him rubbed me the wrong way. And I've never thought he was a very good actor either. Um, but I didn't know he was a coward, you know? Yeah. It turns out he's a cuck and a coward and just absolutely <laughs> fucking piece of shit. You yeah. know? You know, the whole world and room literally revolved around him that night. And it's... It still does. He's like bigger news than fucking Russia's invasion right now. Yeah. It's I wild. Mean, it's just... It was just a clown show, and it was a circus not just because of that action and that altercation between him and Chris Rock. Everything that occurred after that was just further evidence of it being just a shit show circus. Like, the awkward silence. The fact that yeah. he was still there. The fact that Chris Rock had to just stand there and present. Yeah, so n- now yeah. you're getting into what really, really agitated me about this whole thing. And yeah. what, like, like I don't know, it's not like I had a great respect for the Oscars to begin with. <clears throat> because I understand that it's an industry show where people basically lobby to get their films and, like, actors to get awards. Yeah. Right? They pay massive amount of money and go through this whole circus. So it's it's delegitimized just on the fact that you have to, like, be a politician about it. It's not just, hey, let's pick the best movie because it's the best movie. Yeah. It has to go through this whole thing. And I know it's just a gigantic circle jerk, but I did I did still have some of that vestigial reverence that you've spoken about. But I think it's completely gone now. The fact that they allowed him to accept the award and stay in the building were one for thing, five but then minutes. Oh, it was it was the most unhinged Oscar speech I've ever heard. Did you watch it? And I've heard some you fucking okay. unhinged ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Yeah, I watched it. It was like a madman. 
Oh my um, God, right? Like, And then people s- standing up and giving him a standing ovation after that. And it's like, I, I lost so much respect for everybody that stood up and clapped. I think by the time that this happened, Guillermo was a little too, uh, a little too deep into the cocktail. So I don't know if he could stand up. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> he <laughs> Did just he not stand so, up? He honestly looked like he was using two seats. The whole the whole ceremony. He looked like he had one seat for his like rump area, and then one for his like thighs and just feet to dangle off. <laughs> well, he is a big guy. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. I, I don't mean to fat shame Guillermo del Toro here, everyone, but uh, yeah, no, I feel the same way. And I just thought like everyone tried to like play it off like this man just didn't throw basically a temper tantrum, right? Like, we scold two-year-olds for doing stuff like that. Yeah. And he got a standing ovation at a ceremony that you're right. Like, I was just recently talking about how I felt like some of the criticism of it was kind of, like, unfair. But now it's just like, man, they really gave in to into the to the ego i don't know into like the social media suck of what i don't know it's just insane some kind of weird group think where it's just you're just able to i don't know just exist in this weird little reality this bubble that they have and like pretend nothing was wrong with that like so many people have analyzed this after the fact like what the implications of this where it's like you don't get to perpetuate violence on people because they use words you don't like Exactly. That's a horrible lesson, and it's also this has been pointed out as well. And we we won't dwell on this too much because everyone's talking about this, but but like the ability or the precedent to attack a comedian who's on stage because you didn't like their joke, yeah, that has implications for comedians. Like Will Smith, that was an attack on the concept of stand-up comedy in a sense because stupid people will definitely think, huh, huh, I'm going to be a Will Smith tonight. Mm-hmm. Smack a comic. And there's going to be consequences. Yeah. If not even, it could get even more violent, you know? Like, uh, it, and I feel like what you said, the idea of getting, you can get angry over words. And hell, you can like even spew vile and vitriol at someone for their words. But what you cannot do is physically and violently like I don't know I've heard so many people say like you say something stupid you get slapped in the face and I'm like no that's not where we are in civilization and society anymore we've had 10,000 years of human evolution to remove us from that point we're not animals that are so base that we just physically attack other people and other things you know, just because of a sound that we hear that we don't like. And to see everyone... The standing ovation almost made me sicker than the slap. But other than that, yeah, I was really happy about the some of the awards. Like, there wasn't too much scandal, I feel like, with the picks or anything. It made sense that Dune got all the technicals but didn't necessarily get, you know, overall best picture. Um yeah, that would have been strange. Dune is... I mean, I like Dune. I think it's half a movie, though, so I yeah. would not give it the award. <laughs> yeah. No, that um, makes sense. But, yeah, and it, I mean, like, it feels delegitimized even without the slap. When you give Will Smith Best Actor, 
I have not seen King Richard, mm-hmm. but I'm going to just go ahead and say he did not deserve that award. You know, he's not a great actor. I'll have he's to just ad- not. I'll have to admit that the the like cracks, you know, in the in the wonderfully like polished marble that is the Oscar ceremony started to really show for me when Leonardo DiCaprio won for The Revenant. Oh, for The Revenant, yeah. And yes, I was in the camp of people that was like, okay, you guys need to Leo should have an Oscar. But I'm not in the camp of people that's, you should give him an Oscar. Uh, You know, like, there's a difference. I'm saying I think Leo has put in performances throughout his career that could have earned him an Oscar. Which is different than saying, well, it's his time now. We better drum up this fucking award and just give it to him. Which is basically what I felt like happened with Will Smith, you know? Yeah. What if he didn't win? What tantrum would he have thrown if he didn't win? Like... What what aftermath would be would would we be dealing with in that case? You know, people would be like, "Oh, he's done this and he's done that. He should have won," and they would have brought it. I mean, there would have been so many other issues that would have popped up out of that. But like, I don't, I don't, I just, I, I don't understand why the Oscars have this tendency to like hold off for a long time and then like really milk it. And then give it to them. Like he, they had him sitting like center stage in the middle of that little area where all the actors who've been nominated sit. Yeah. Yeah. His front row center. Disgusting. Well, how, let me ask you this though. How was the ceremony like besides all that? Like, cause it, it was, you know, I, I saw some clips. I saw like Regina Hall fondling Javier Bardem and a really weird sketch that, <clears throat> yeah, that was, was like not a- funny. Yeah, it was just, the, it was like this sketch where she was like joking that, you know, these guys had failed their, their COVID test. So they had to go into the back and have like a deep PCR test that she would administer Ugh. to them. So it was so. like Chalamet, fucking, you know, Momoa, Brolin. I don't know. It's like Oscar Oh yeah, it was Isaac. Josh Brolin. That's yeah, right. That's like, who it was. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. To be honest, her and Wanda Sykes actually kind of offset Amy Schumer, and they actually didn't have them out and be, like, part of the show. They did, like, one opening monologue, and then it was just, like, little bits, like, here and there that lasted maybe 10 to 15 seconds, and then mm. it was it was actually very expedited. Like, so it wasn't the Amy Schumer show? No, thank Amy God. Amy Schumer show? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. It was just like, it, it was like three and a half hours long too, right? And they cut a bunch of awards, right? Yeah, which true? was the weirdest part. Because like, I was like, holy shit, how are we like already at these big awards? Like these big time awards. We're getting to like supporting actress, actor, you know, cinematography, screenplay. And I'm like, hold up. Wait, where's all the like little awards? Like best key grip, you know, like all <laughs> All these weird fucking random Oscar awards. Wait, you wanted it to be longer? Oh, dude, I love that shit. If anything, really? like I like seeing, okay, I like seeing the artists' work showcased at the Oscars. You know, they like play little clips. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then I like hearing the artists themselves speak when they go up. Sometimes it's a beautiful moment where like the guy from Coda, he was like both hysterically funny in his speech grateful humble and 
then he gave like a shout out to his dad and it made it all you know like poignant and nostalgic and i was like dude you're like the perfect showman no wonder you're an actor like i don't know his speech was just perfect (laughs) and like i like seeing little moments like that and all the gratitude and things like that so seeing Questlove win for summer of soul was amazing because that documentary is really cool and it was right after you know I mean, Chris Rock presented that award, so that was all fucking ruined. But that's the part that I really like. But now, with YouTube, with streaming, I can just go watch a like spotlight on a director, you know? Or like watch a bunch of interviews. Mm. I don't need all the pomp and circumstance anymore. See, that's that's the thing, right? That's what you're pointing to is is like the, the raw human element that comes in when you have like actual artists speaking yeah. legitimately. And it's sort of like peeks through the fucking miasma the clouded miasma that is the hollywood like bullshit machine that's just like inhaling its own farts (laughs) and deep within that cloud of hollywood farts that is that room of the oscars there is some legitimate like you know soul in there so i see what you're saying with that yeah and you know what makes it me feel even like worse is i don't know if it's like if they're like the gatekeepers of that that humanity and that soul in there right like when it comes to that award ceremony, like it's almost like they're spitting in their our face and they're like, you can't have this without all of this other shit, right? Like, and I'm like, is there any way we can just get an award ceremony that's just the soul and the humanity? Like televised? Uh, not the Oscars. You know? Not the Oscars. There's no fucking way. It yeah. is too self-congratulatory. Congratulatory? <laughs> Con- wait, is that the word? Congratulatory. Congratulatory. There it is. My God, second podcast of the day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My wires are getting crossed. Um, Yeah, it's it's just it's too high on itself. It is a it is a circle jerk, and I think that that has become more and more obvious in recent years. I don't know exactly why. Maybe it's just me being more cynical or like understanding what the process is. That it, it feels less like a celebration at this point. And more of just like a, a room full of mega stars that were like somehow we're, we're like just giving them even more ego by tuning into this thing, you know? And so yeah. I feel weird watching it now. It's hard because I do want to, I do want to like, you know, root for certain things. I, I want to root for people like Tarantino and uh, Paul Thomas Anderson and, you know, actors that I enjoy, mm-hmm. not not to say that I think they're like wonderful humans, but yeah. you know, they're artists and I enjoy their work. So it's nice to see accolades, but I don't know. It's getting, it's been getting weirder. It has. Um, it's funny. I saw a, uh, I wish that I had thought of this, right. Um, but I saw this comment on Reddit that was like, I feel like the Oscars are just that scene in the hunger games when she goes to the capital city and it's like all these like celebrities and shit and yeah <laughs> it's just like they're all like wearing the weirdest newest trend setting hairstyles and dresses and they all just care about each other and like it's i was like holy shit like we're getting there right we're getting to like nero's playing his violin as Rome burns status when it comes to some of these celebrities they're just they're just so out of touch and if anything if it wasn't apparent enough with just the award ceremony, the slap, Will Smith, Chris Rock, that whole debacle just proved it even more. Like, be careful. 
Denzel said to Will. The devil comes at you when you're at your highest moment. That doesn't mm. mean jack shit, right? It does not. Like, what if I said that when I was beating someone's ass on the side of the road because they fucking Dude, cut me off, you know? Did like, you see what Denzel said today? Yeah. 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 yeah He's like, who are we to judge? Well, Denzel, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah, we're humans a, yeah, who, exactly. like, you, like, whether you like it or not or whether you accept it or not, people look up to you. They, yeah. you all, they always have with actors. Maybe less so now because we live in a reality where actors can be unfiltered through like Instagram and all that shit, Twitter, mm -hmm. and people see that they are out of touch. Weirdos, like total weirdos. Um, but people still look up to you. And when you do something like that on like arguably the biggest stage on earth, like dude, everyone in the world is seeing that shit, more or less. Yeah. Everyone is seeing that. And that sets a horrible precedent. It makes you all look like fucking weird assholes. The fact that you all stood up and applauded after that. I know. And like, like <laughs> felt like nothing was wrong. It's insane. It's insane. And the behavior itself is like, obviously should be condemned. Like if you have even the, the even part of a brain and part of a conscience, then th that makes no sense, Denzel. It makes no sense. Like, who are we to judge? I get you, you, that you're doing your God thing, but come on, dude. I know, right? Come on. It's like, who are we to judge? Well, we have a set of laws and codified penal codes in the society that we live in where we interact with other human beings that both protect me and the other human beings from any transgressions that I may make on them, right? Not if you're rich, I guess. No, yeah. but it's like, Denzel, what do you mean who are we to judge? We don't live in you know, the middle of the Tigris and the Euphrates River before civilization <laughs> sprung out of like our minds. Like, I don't know. Uh, but you know, you're right when it comes to the, his more like religious at angle to it, you know? Like, cause when, once they play that card, then I'm like, okay, well, well fuck then. Yeah, you're right. Who are we to judge? Jesus Christ. I mean, I mean, I'm sure that there's a, a whole story in the backdrop here with Will Smith and his wife and him getting cucked and being a bitch and all this stuff. And like <laughs> the mental fallout that he's having. Like he's obviously not like mentally healthy. No, he's like, not having a good His time. fucking Oscar speech after slapping Chris Rock was absolutely unhinged. It was it was mad. It was. It was insane. It was. Um, but that doesn't excuse anything. And once again, I've always disliked Will Smith and I feel validated. <laughs> I'm just going to be full asshole on this. I don't, I really don't care. I mean, it doesn't you, you matter. lose, you lose all respect once you do something like that. I don't care who you are. Right. Yeah. Like, and the speech on the speech after was just the like cherry on the cake of just, it like, was, it's, it's almost like he had to win. He had to win after that slap just to like, I don't know, set it all in stone. It's like the story wrote itself. It began writing itself. There was no other way it could end. I know. Than right? that manic fucking speech. <laughs> Five minutes and 18 seconds. Just blathering. <laughs> just narcissistic rambling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was really kind of nice, a nice little microcosm of what the Oscars has become, right? It is the emblem. It is the emblem. That whole thing is just the emblem of the Oscars, and it is fucking shameful. Dude, you know, and I... I might be done. I even... I, like, align with lots of these celebrities politically, you know, when it comes to more certain moral and social beliefs. And yet when they stand there and they do their thing and, 
they talk. I'm not on the side that's like, can we not make it political? Say whatever you want. You won the award. But I'm like, can we can we acknowledge like the filmmaking and the art and that and the what is it? Like the aspect of cinema? Can we just like talk about movies a little more? You know? I would love to learn about ah, not learn about, but like I just want to hear about your experience making the movie when you yeah, win the make award. it about make it about cinema. This hey, it's that, awards for exactly, cinema. Exactly. Let's talk about the yeah. Media. No, Alex, that's not going to happen. No. You and I would like that, but most people are there to like see Will Smith tell jokes. You know, like people, yeah. people. Okay, it's not this all is, the academy. I'm, I'm saying this too broadly. Many, many people out there enjoy like what we enjoy about about cinema. And would like to see that, but I don't think it's the majority. You know, the majority are there for like the star power. You know, mm-hmm. let's see Brad Pitt clapping in the backdrop. <laughs> see what kind of fucking dress J Lo wore. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's that might be all I have to say about it. Yeah, it's it's kind of <laughs> sad on a more serious and like solemn note because I don't know if I've just been tricked my whole life. You know, maybe it was always like this. Or if it's, like you said, am I just growing more cynical? I don't love movies any less. That definitely isn't the issue, right? And if anything, I'm more keyed into the cinematographer, the person who wrote the screenplay, who adapted the screenplay way more than I was before. Before Mm -hmm. I was best actor and actress, I'll be honest. Like, um, but. Oh, for sure. So yeah, I don't know. All the elements that go into making a film. It's wild to me, on a side note, it's wild to me when people, like, don't pay attention to directors. Because to me, in my world, that's like, it's like not knowing who wrote a song you like. It's really strange. Yeah. I mean, there are some people who go through life like that, right? It, I wonder what it would be like in the age of radio. Or, like, even before then, you're just walking down the street and someone has their phonograph on. And you're like, oh, man, that was a, that's a banger. But <laughs> it's a banging phonograph. I'm, hit right I'm never going to know who wrote the song. Probably never hear it again. Like I read this story about, um, about the Badlands soundtrack. Actually, it was like this comment on oh, YouTube yeah. and it was like this boomer or something commenting. And he's like, I saw this movie when I was 16 years old and I remember being blown away by this song. And back then I couldn't, you know, there was no iPod or streaming. He's like, I didn't know the name. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, so for context, Alex is talking about the 1973 film Badlands Badlands by uh, Terrence Malick. Yeah. uh, The song that was basically ripped off for True Romance. I thought it was the same song. We both thought it was the same song. But 20 years later in True Romance, the Tony Scott film. He he had to go to the library and he looked up everything on the film Badlands. And like any like press releases that they had in the newspaper clippings about it or whatever. And then he found it finally in an article about the film, the name of the song, and was able to then go to a different library where they had like an audio cassette tape where he could rent a room for like 15 minutes just to listen to the song. And it was like this whole six month, you know, journey. And I don't know. It's fucking, oh my god! I know it's crazy. Back in those library days before them internets. But yeah, now I can see any celebrity, what they're doing in their homes on social media. Hell, I watch David Lynch tell me the weather every day. 
because do you watch that every day <laughs> i mean we live in the same city right it's like it's true he's giving me the weather report for my area so i'm like all right yeah <laughs> it's a little more abstract for me i just check in whenever the recommendation algorithm chucks him in yeah it's like oh david lynch let's see what he's up to today like the weather in la <laughs> does his thing yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I think we'll sack this one off here. Just wanted to like talk abstractly against the award uh, about the awards yeah. because we did do that intro. So fuck it. Why not? All right. Um, then. I don't know if I'll watch it again. Uh, it's, uh, we'll I guess see. you can watch it and not take it seriously, but I kind of don't want to give them the numbers. Yeah, I'm a sucker. I'll watch it, but yeah. maybe I'll watch it on a, a stream. I get my play by play from you. Watch the good speeches later on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys, real weirdos, we're out. Oscar talk done with. Catch you all in the next one. Have a good one. Now our podcast is done, and we have to run. We know it is sad, but we had so much fun. Don't be bereft, Jesse, Alex, and Jeff. We'll be back real soon. The real weirdos. We talk about movies for way too goddamn long.